Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I am Brad Knowles, your host. Now let's dive in. Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast. Great to have you with us again. And today we've got a wonderful guest, Holly Mitchell. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Excellent. Great to see you. We get to work together all the time. All the time which is lovely, and today we're talking about how the school is never out for leaders, how it's just a constant and never-ending part of the process of leadership, and that's our favorite topic here on the Knowles Development Podcast. So one of the things I wanted to look at and kind of maybe use your life and your just never-ending hunt for knowledge and the application of that knowledge is that roadmap of conscious unconscious incompetence mm-hmm. that moves into conscious incompetence that then moves into conscious competence mm-hmm. and ultimately unconscious competence not easy to say <laughs> so i'd love to hear maybe kind of in the early stages whether it be prof- professional or before professional um when did you kind of first become aware of just that thought process of oh there's all this stuff i don't know well that's back are we gonna go right right, it, right right I think I think it's um I think I became conscious conscious of that uh, actually during my first master's degree which is yeah. saying something about why I'm here on your education show yeah but I was getting a master's degree in early American culture at the DuPont uh, Winter Museum well thank you very much thank you very much and the collection was over 80,000 objects in 101 rooms and because oh Henry Francis gosh. DuPont collected and built this giant building and right. this collection. And it was that idea of realizing I'm never, in the two years I'm here, even though I have free reign of this museum, mm-hmm. I'm never going to find every object or understand it or figure out if it's authentic or not because there were fakes in there that he didn't know he had bought as well. Mm. But that's what we studied. Right. You know? And so I remember one of our tests, our professor would pull items out of the collection and have us analyze them. And then he cackled once the dreaded Queen Anne folding chair. I can remember this from right, the right, right. Like, What the hell is a dreaded Queen right, Anne right. folding chair? So that idea of like, how do you learn things, right? You can't right. learn everything. Right. How do you learn the skills of who you're going to ask or how you're gonna approach it or what you're just gonna ignore and decide you're not gonna learn about. To me, I, I wanna make sure everybody heard that, that the leaders that I get the pleasure of working with on and on and on, it's, it's not so much about a deep knowledge base in any one particular area. It's actually mastering how to learn, right? Mastering how to grow that muscle so that you can then flex it in any particular area of need at any particular time. And you're right. It starts with that recognition of, oh, I now know that I don't know. Right. Right. And I'm okay with that. Right. 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 Yeah. There's systems for finding out, or I can just ask this other person because they know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their confidence. Let's let's scratch on that for a second because one of the things that I see in perhaps younger leaders, in terms of not years, but in terms of experience, is they try to act like they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, where what have your experiences been around that? Of either for yourself of like realizing like. I'm trying to pretend that I know something and then you're realizing, wait, I don't really know. Or, or maybe you had that experience with somebody else where you realize they're trying to lead you and the depth of knowledge just isn't there in that area. Mm-hmm. 
I think when I start, I started in real estate 10 years ago mm. and I had been a real estate appraiser before that. Right. I thought I knew a lot right, right, right. about houses. How hard could this other thing be? Right. right. I, don't know. I know how to do pricing. Right. Uh, so I actually, since I'm such an education junkie, maybe mm -hmm. we'll call it that, uh, I went to a lot of classes and I tried to internalize the knowledge of what people were saying. Mm. So I can remember certain people saying that they all, this is 10 years ago, they always use professional photography. And right. I would say, I always use professional photography. Right. And I just internalized a way of being. So mm. I was recognized I didn't know things. Right. But I was also competent to go out and say, if I didn't see something, I, again, approach that idea of like, well, I'll find someone who does know. Yeah. And then I'll know. Right. I, I won't make that mistake again. And when I did make a mistake, mm -hmm. learning early on to not beat myself up and say, well, now I know. Won't happen right. again. You won't have to Here make I that go. mistake again. <laughs> right. right. Onward and faster. Yeah. Like, in my toolbox now. Right. So, so I think that, you know, so I had a slower start. I've had slower starts to many things, mm -hmm. uh, but I was comfortable learning. I needed to learn first mm -hmm. and then do. Right, right. But not learn forever, but right. a little bit more. Because we see people get caught in that trap too. Right. That trap of like, they're perpetually the student, but never getting into action. Right. And when we talk about school's never out for a leader, one of the things we have to emphasize is that learning is not for knowledge sake, it really is for doing sake, when it, when it talks to leadership, right? Mm -hmm. So talk to me then about how you started working on your leadership within real estate. Because you went from a single agent doing yep. a great book of business yep. to really almost explosively launching into a really large, very successful team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know the leadership challenges that can come with that, and and all that. So what what did that kind of background work look like for getting ready to lead a big team? Uh, well, that's a great question. I definitely realized at a certain point after a few years, I wanted to grow something much bigger. Mm. And it was also a thirst for knowledge. I wanted to be in the room with leaders. So in order to grow to a leader, I had to grow myself and my business to get mm. to that level. Mm. So I was very purposeful in listening and trying to find a way that, of, of a model that resonated. Right. And actually, it was a podcast. Sadly, not yours, but this one, <laughs> I don't remember. Years ago, where I heard someone out in Ohio speaking right. about how he was running a model. Yeah. And I just stopped walking. I was like, I, I stopped. Right. was standing there like, oh my gosh, I have right. to meet this person. Right. And then I had an opportunity to be at the same conference with him. Mm -hmm. And I said, can, can I take you out for dinner? My right. husband and I have dinner with you. Right. And he always jokes, three hours at a steakhouse talking about myself? Sure. Yes. I, I'm and on. And you're right. paying? Yeah. Right. Right. right, you know, someone who yeah. runs a team across the state over—I mm -hmm. think they have over 150 agents now—and wow. he took that time. He was very gracious with his time, but right. then I was able to really say that it resonated. I can do this. Yeah, and this he's is duplicatable. Me. It's duplicatable. Right. I can do this, but I also yeah. knew where I wanted to be. I—I I personally just decided I didn't want to be on my own. Sell. To a certain level, I wanted to—I wanted to lead. I wanted to have the team. Right. I wanted to have those experiences and always that ongoing improvement that can come when you're right. on that journey. How long ago was that dinner? Uh, four years. Four years ago. Yeah. L let me ask this. When was the last time you talked to him? Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Yeah. That mentor relationship has been there for four years solid. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it was a glimmer that turned into a fire and we keep stoking it, right? Yeah. And it just doesn't end, right? Yeah. Um, so what have been some of those kind of the 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 muddy transitions from conscious incompetence to conscious competence in the leadership part of running that team. Can you think of some examples that like 
man, I recognize that I don't know. And then I really purposely went out, sought new information, sought new, you know, kind of direction. And then the application part of that. For sure on hiring. And you were part of that right, journey. So right, you right, remember. Right. Right? Oh, phew. We finally got back to me. Where's the steakhouse? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of even following a process, realizing I was not doing it right. So I went through multiple people, more to my fault than theirs. Sure. Um, even though I felt I was following a process, I wasn't clear in my expectations. Mm -hmm. I wasn't clear in what would be good working for me, you know, and a dynamic. So it took a while yeah. to, it, that was really a struggle. It's been a leadership struggle ongoing. Right. Um, but having new perspective now, I mm -hmm. now have a operational team all under the age of 27, which is half my age and- Right. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone's on, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then seeing that, whereas even last year, I would have been closed off to the idea mm -hmm. that I could have such young people working for me and right. doing such an amazing job. Right. You know? So Selling so at like, such that level. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great, yeah. love it. Um, you picked up a new venture just in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, you shifted gears and added real estate investing, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So I got to figure even just in the last couple of years, even though I've been in real estate all this time and all sure. the degrees before yep. that and the success of the team, and da, 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 here's this whole new venture, a whole new learning, mm -hmm. obviously a building block on right. what you've been doing. What did the study of that look like in the early stages prior to investing? Prior to investing, uh, having been in real estate 20 years. Right. Because we were an appraiser for about yeah. 10 and then selling for about 10. In the yeah. craziness of 2005 mm -hmm. or 4, did invest. Bought a 20 unit. Oh, wow. Learned through disaster. Disaster. Right. Did it all wrong. Perfect. Two hours away. Incompetent manager. It was... Everything. I scarred myself through my own learning, right? right. In, incompetence kicked me. Right. <laughs> and my husband. So the, of course we should have kept it, but that's a different podcast, right? right? <laughs> so... So I stopped, right? So I'm here yeah. on real estate, 15, you know, 10 years later, 15 right. years later, and I'm not investing. And I've gone to all the education classes. I know it. I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it. I'm sure you probably yeah. helped clients do sure. it. Sure. All day right. long. I've yeah. heard it. I've thought it. I've mm -hmm. whatever was up that wall to myself. Like, I can't do that. That's mm -hmm. not for me. That's too scary. It was bad. I'll do something mm -hmm. else. And then uh, on a Zoom, God save us, right? A Zoom last year, someone explained to me how they invested and they invested in single family houses. And I could just recite what he said, someone I've taken every class possible with. Right. And he just listed how he created this portfolio and these are the properties. And I said, I know exactly what those are and I can do that. And I came home and I told my husband, I said, we're gonna buy uh, four properties next year, one a quarter. And he's like, <laughs> we're gonna do what? <laughs> and we're under contract on three and four. They're closing in November. So, so, we, so we're going to nail that goal. Nailed it, right? You know, Lovely. and it just took that getting that motion. But sometimes yeah. you can hear something over time. You right. hear it, you hear mm -hmm. it, and you're squashing it. You're yep. ignoring it, right? But right. you realize you've actually built up so much confidence mm -hmm. in knowing what to do that when you flip that switch, you're like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Right. I'm learning more about everything now, and right. that's been powerful. The other thing I'm hearing, and I hopefully you guys saw this pattern too, it was. Holly multiple times showed how she was hunting for a model that worked for her, right? Show me the proven model that somebody else has done that is also gonna resonate with you. Exactly. And you found that with the team, right? right? Um, it took a while to find it, yeah. right? Exactly. You were out there, you were studying, right? She's not sitting at home knitting, going, I hope it shows up on my front desk, you know? It, it was really a, a hunt for it, a search for yeah. it. 
but because so learning based, right? And we hear Warren Buffett talk about this a lot. Like these kinds of opportunities aren't going to come up every week, but when they do come up, if you've prepared yourself, now it's time to take action and take action in a big way. And if you think about that, like you went from you to how many people are on your team now? 18 agents. 18 agents, full robust support staff, one of multiple businesses that she's owned, and that's in a four-year time frame, right? So that's big, big, robust action. Real estate investing, 12 months ago, not investing, right? You had your home and stuff like that, but you really didn't have an investment portfolio. Once you found the model, right, the time of the learning that you've been doing over all that time could now quickly get put into action, and in year one, we're picking up four and I got to figure that's not going to be the end of it. Right. Well, I think just as what you're what you're not saying there is what all the things you have to say no to. You know that I've gotten very. I, I still struggle with it because I am distracted by bright shiny objects. Yes. You have that disease. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, but also realizing that that synergy. What am I going to do? What is going to optimize what I want to do? Yeah. You know, if I said I'm going to have a real estate model where where I'm going to convince everybody to come in a dark room with me, we're going to put on headsets, we're going to call a hundred people. I'd be the first to quit, right? right. You know, can Not people really. do that? Other people can do that to right. great success. Right. So when I got very clear at what I'm good at mm-hmm. and finding that agents who are also struggling with that and solve that problem for them, solving mm-hmm. a problem, yeah. fixing something for them, then it all came together. And it wasn't Gideon. working in adversity every day, waking right. up going, I can't do this or I hate this. If I was driving around with you for a week, what do you think would be the parts that I would witness that were now for you kind of the unconscious competence. Mm -hmm. Where is that showing up in your real estate practice now or your leadership? Mm -hmm. I think uh, being, having so much experience, being able to advise agents on a very high level who are on my team. Right. You know, when you see, when you've seen, you know, hundreds and hundreds of transactions you've been part of, right? Right. Multiple problems and multiple strategies. And so it's still, I still feel that my main purpose with my agents is solving problems. Right. Problems, you know, through the team executing support for them, mm-hmm. through their their growth, through their questions, through even right. like the micro strategy of how they're crafting an addendum. Right, right. You know, there's right. all that stuff that right. you build up over time. Right. You have like, oh, I have that toolbox up. I know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and to me, that's a, I think that's an important little, little rabbit hole here for a second. When we talk about leverage, so often we talk about the rainmaker, like Holly, who are you hiring? Who's going to be your leverage? All of that kind of stuff. And what you hear, what Holly just described was how she used her 20 years of experience in real estate as a key leverage piece for her members of her team. They get to pick up the phone, call her, and get very quick, resolution-based, solution-based answers to questions that are quick and easy for Holly and are very impactful for them and it's this unconscious competence for her that's turning into more transactions for them. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't show up quick. No. It just just a quick twenty year study, right. and mm-hmm. you're there. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Overnight. Exactly. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And when I was I was thinking of an agent on my team who uh, just started real estate in May and is yeah. having huge success, and then running into all kinds of problems. So you're just right. you're just coming faster. Right. Which is great. Like, right. Yeah. You're just moving. You know. You're just like this. He's like, now you know this, and now you know that. That's right. You know? and, yeah. and, and when he embraces that mindset, mm-hmm. then you keep going. You right. know, If you just get scared, right. of, oh, I don't know, I have to stop and learn everything about this right, right, before right. I do anything. Right. You can't. Right. Mm-hmm. What are you excited about learning now? 20 years into, into real estate career, what, what are you excited about? 
uh, things I don't understand at all. <laughs> you know, so I've um, through uh, through some classes I've taken, learned a lot more. This is this is probably the boring part of your podcast oh. about, but um, about taxes. Yeah, <laughs> me right, and um, we're having some. You know, we're having very high revenue years these past mm-hmm. two years. We have an appraisal company as well. Right. But learning uh, how the tax code is written, and I'm just copying Tom Will right here. It's written to incentivize you to do things. Yes. You know? So there's things I try to wrap my head around cost segregation. Mm-hmm. A phrase I never really paid attention to right. until about six months ago. Right. You know, when you're buying a property, what are you what are you doing with things? And mm-hmm. having conversations with people that are strategic mm-hmm. on that. And then transferring that to the team. You know, the team we had an opportunity to be on a special little mastermind yesterday about how you can pay your kids and how you can save money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's incredible. How, I was like, and I was like, I almost want to have more kids. My right. kids are too old now. <laughs> you know, like, what? Those deadbeats. I know. Yeah. I miss this, but like how you could take pre-tax dollars, right. create an organization, pay your kids, and they could pay for their own dance lessons. Right. And put money in their Roth IRA. I'll lease you my children. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Yeah. I want to end on this because I think this is such a key part of the learning in terms of leadership. Holly's still hunting for new topics, new things, new things that excite her to learn. And she's going after the truly unknown for her, right? She's not afraid of getting way outside of her comfort zone and finding topics. I'm like, I just got to start from scratch. But deeper than that for me is she's immediately passing it on. And that's what leaders do. Leaders are not bowls that we're just trying to cram more stuff into. We're more like funnels. We're collecting and then it's also coming out the other end and it's coming out the other end and it's because we care about the people that we work with. We want to build them up. We want to lift them up. We want to have them get the fruits of our experience, right? It's not like, how do I hold on to it and keep it secret? It's how do I share it faster? Right. Right. Yeah. How do I take this and have other people learn? Like, you know, these benefit from it, benefit from it and change, change their lives. Right. Because when that's, I think, you know, that, you can say it, you can rephrase this in some very Brad Knowles polished way. However, um, the, the leadership is that transfer. You're helping people grow, right? Correct. It's growth, right? Correct. So you're taking things and, and introducing them to things faster. Saying, right. gosh, I wish I knew this. Or here's how you can do this. Or here's right. how you can grow your business. Here's how you can have more balanced life. Right. Right? You know, taking all that stuff. So I, I was actually asked recently, what's your, you know, what's your superpower? Right. And I said it's synthesizing. It's taking yeah. a lot of stuff, right? That funnel idea, yeah. right? Pulling it together and then disseminating it to right. people who need that right. quickly, right? Getting. I read the book. Here's the two pages you need to know. Exactly. Here's right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and to me that really is it. That's it. That's school can't ever be out for the leader because we can't stop helping our people grow, and the starting line of that is our own personal and professional development. So I want to challenge you: grow, grow faster. Thank you, Holly. Holly, if they're interested in getting in touch with you, how, what's the best way to get in touch with you and your team? You can just Google me, Holly Mitchell, Portland, Maine, and I'll yep. come up. I'm on uh, my email that will lead you right to my team website. And great. I'd be happy to help people out there who have questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, great team that can support you with sales here in the state of Maine. So uh, think of them, look them up, uh, and go grow. Grow faster. Love talking to you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.